I just want to do God's will. What you're seeking is a blessing from God. You must expect a miracle. You have the power of choice. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to Life Today Live. Randy Robinson here. I'm... Uh, been looking forward to the conversation. Uh, several, like 12 years ago, we had a really young kid in our studio doing some music, and we're all like, oh, "This guy's, this guy's good. He's, he's, he's going places." Well, he, he'd already run won a Dove Award, I think, by that time, and since has has won several more uh, songs like "Give Me Your Eyes," "I'm Not Who I Was," uh, Grammy Award nom- or Grammy nominee, I should say, for the album "Leaving Eden," the song "Your Love," uh, and over the years, you know kick on christian radio hear a little little brandon heath and i always kind of smile he's just got one of those voices uh and and his style is i like a lot so it's good to reconnect with brandon heath our guest today um so i I will point out that his last album uh, was in 2017 uh faith hope love repeat uh until just very very recently i also noticed that 2017 was the was the birth of his first child and i'm wondering if this five-year gap had something to do with it we'll find out what's going on with brandon heath talk about the new album and what he's doing uh today and so appreciate you being a part uh if you haven't hit like share follow subscribe those things wherever you're watching uh do that now you'll get more great interviews like this brandon man great to have you back on life today good to be back randy thanks for having me so um so what has been going on with you was i right about the the kid thing is has that led to a little more downtime in your musical career uh i hate to be so predictable but (laughs) yes that is exactly what happened uh we we had our first kid in 17 uh, a little girl named palmer and then in 19 um we had a little girl named elliston and uh you may at some point hear them during this interview because they are upstairs and they are toddlers. So, you know, they're having a good time. But, um, for me, I love being a dad and I really did have to kind of figure out what does being a dad and being, um, a traveling musician look like. And that, that really has honestly been what the last five years have been all about. Yeah. And you know, I'm predictable because it's honorable and I think you're an honorable guy. And so I, I admire that. But you did just drop a new one, uh, a, a new album called Enough Already, out there. Uh, yes. A singles out there. Uh, talk about that. Yeah. Um, so it's actually it's a new record, but also a, a new season for me um, in having conversations with my wife and prayer about what the next season of my career was going to look like. Um, we decided that... Uh, I could give it a go and again. I finished my record deal um, with uh, Provident Label Group. I've been with Provident for 14 years. Amazing uh, professional relationship with them. But then became indie for a few years as I was uh, becoming a dad. And then we decided that we needed help. I say we, my wife and I. My wife is very much involved in in my career and. You know, obviously, I feel like she should be um, because this is a family decision now. It's not just something I'm doing on my own. So I signed a new record deal last year uh, with Centricity, and the new record is the first record um, on on that deal with Centricity. What is what is it? Just on a 
layman's terms, what is what's the difference between indie versus record deal? I mean, it's strictly distribution, or does it affect the production and the songwriting? What what does that mean? You know, it doesn't really affect the the songwriting. Well, maybe it does. I mean, if you involve a record label, uh, there are functions of a record label that um, that are still uh, in play. Really, that kind of touch all of the aspects of your career. So, creative would be A and R, and so that's where I I hesitate to say that the songwriting would make a difference. But you're allowing them to creatively speak into your album. So, I have a great A and R uh, team at Centricity, um, and then marketing is another part of what a label would do, sure. and that's the part that I'm not great at at all. Uh, and then distribution. Um, is another part. So, uh, you know, independent artists, it's easier now more than ever to be independent because, you know, we can get our stuff on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon without distribution. But for me, the partnership with the label is more about marketing and, uh, and A&R. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Anyone yeah. can, anyone can get their music out there on Spotify for half a penny. <laughs> I hear the revenue is not that great, but I won't get into that. That's not what we're here to talk about. Um, So talk me through a little bit of the last, you know, three-ish years, because I know for musicians, uh, COVID was a, you know, a bucket of cold water, made it difficult to do anything Uh, on top of, you know, the new dad thing. What, where where have you been? What what have you been doing? (laughs) You know, that's a great question. Um, I, you know, actually, I was just in Los Angeles a couple of days ago, making up a show that was canceled in 2020. Um, So we're still, we're still kind of making good on the tickets that we sold for 2020. Um, But thankfully, people are being very understanding about, you know, postponing shows. And we're just really now at a place where everything is open. And, you know, even in states like California, uh, where they were really strict uh, rules about, um, going to music venues and gathering with people. Uh, so, and that, which is where I was. Um, so for me, um, you know, it was, it was scary wondering how we were going to make a living in those days and those, those first days of, of the pandemic and of lockdown. But to me, I started thinking of, of solutions. I had a couple of friends that, we're going to go play some backyards. And so I literally put something on my social media and said, Hey America, I am tired of my backyard. Can I come and see your backyard? (laughs) And so for 10 days, I accepted invitations to people's backyards and, uh, and we visited 20, 20 backyards in, uh, in the fall of 2020. So that was pretty fun. So what, what, just you and a, guitar or something or do you take a band how does that and noise ordinances i'm just i'm trying to picture this because i would think that that would be like one of the coolest things ever but i don't know if my neighbors would like it no that's a great question (laughs) Uh, we usually would would give people like a heads up hey make sure you tell your neighbors that you're going to have a mini concert in your backyard (laughs) but often that would and what was cool about it it started new conversations with neighbors uh they had never really met before and then the neighbors would end up coming over for the concert. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, there were so many awful things that came out of 2020, but there were some good things. And I think one is that we got to know our neighbors, you know, 
and so it was fun to play to play songs never broke any noise ordinances as far as i know uh we kept them pretty small to about 30 people uh and we kept it outside you know yeah. uh to stay safe and and it was really great that's wild now so is that is that over for you since COVID has kind of wound down or are you going to keep doing that so the plan was it for it to be over uh but as i was planning out my year my wife and i had this idea to do a small amount of shows where she and the girls would travel with me and we would still go and see some backyards because i frankly loved doing it hmm. uh, one of the things that i saw in 2020 is how you know people that have been affected by my music and my ministry you know i not only was able to send out music to help them but they were able to help me and take care of my family in a time when it was when it was hard to uh to make a living and so we cared for each other and i i so i'm still doing a limited amount of backyards uh even the spring okay so anybody wants brandon heath in your backyard uh you can how what do they do go to your website brandonheathmusic.com and reach out there that's a great question so what you do is you have to follow me on instagram because you never know when we're going to open up a few more backyards uh so you can follow me at brandon heath on instagram or at facebook i think i'm uh official brandon heath or brandon heath official and then uh for 10 days we keep it open you send uh an email to the email that we list um, or you go to brandonthebackyard.com and, you know, you can check there if you want, but it's easier just to follow me on Instagram. That is wild. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Okay. We're talking to Brandon Heath. Uh, and if you book him in your backyard, you can hear music from the new album. The artwork looks like this. It's called Enough Already. Uh, and then you can go get it wherever you get music. I know there was a link on brandonheathmusic.com to listen in different places, um, and, and I would encourage you to check that out. I've listened to some of the singles, and it's, you know what, it's it's the Brandon Heath that I uh, have come to know and love musically. Um, is there anything different about this album? What's, what's this album to you? You know, yeah, the, the album is different um, in many ways. Um, one, it's a, it's, a, it's a new creative team, all new producers that I've never worked with before. Uh, some co-writers that I've worked with before. Um, but I'm coming also from a new perspective of, of being a dad and being in my 40, my mid 40s now. So there's a little life experience uh, and there's, um, I don't know, just the tenderness of being a dad. Uh, but also I think maybe just the grief of losing my dad. I lost my dad about four years ago. And so I haven't really talked about that on a record since uh, since I lost my father. So those those themes kind of show up on this new record, and uh, I'm really I'm really thankful for the life experience, but also that it'll reach a new audience. I think that's uh, that's where I am in my career. Yeah, that's very very cool. All right, I've got a couple things in my notes that I need to ask you about, uh, and I have no idea what they mean. They just you know part of your your A&R, your, your promotions team, 
they mentioned some things, and so I got to ask you. Uh, one of them. Good, they're doing their job. Are they, are they? Yeah, they are. Well, we'll see. You you never know what. Yeah. The questions could be way off base. Uh, I, I I so we'll find out. We'll find out how good they're doing right, right now. Right. Um, we all face mountains in our lives, Brandon. I think you know this uh, metaphorically, but you have faced some actual mountains. Tell me, well, tell me about the French Alps. What does that mean? Uh, so I, I found myself very last minute on this, uh, trip to the Alps, um, in February. I've, I've never been to the Alps before. Uh, so, you know, uh, the first thing I think of is the sound of music, of course, you oh, know, yeah. like, yeah. I think that was the, the, the German or maybe Austria. Not, not the German Austria, Alps. the Austrian Alps. Yes, That's right. I've been on the sound of music um, tour in Salzburg. I know this. No kidding. It's, I highly recommend it. <laughs> so, wh what do you do on the tour? You uh, you do, do go, you wear lederhosen? Uh, well, I was wearing that already. Uh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you you see a lot of the places in the movie, you know, which is kind of funny because they're they're like not near each other, but in the movie she runs down from the run from the hills to the to the convent, and it's like you know an hour apart. Uh, you, we went to the church where they were married in the final scene. Um, so oh, no cool, cool stuff like, and then I play music on the bus. It, it's kind of cheesy, but it was fabulous. I, I, I loved it. Anyway, enough about that's me. Tell, Rome. Yeah. So that's Austria. So tell me about the French Alps. So, uh, you know, the Alps, they kind of like wind through, uh, a lot of the countries in, um, Eastern Europe or Western Europe. And, uh, and so I visited France, um, Italy, and where was it? France, Italy, and and Switzerland. Switzerland yeah. So uh, yeah, I was with a group called Yay God. They do these amazing adventures. Uh, so I think you yeah you can find them online. Yay God, but it's it's basically an adventure trip uh, grounded in worship and uh, Bible study. And so uh, all three amazing things, and it was it was an incredible experience. So is is this for musicians, or is this just anybody wants to go? No, anybody, anybody that wants to go. <laughs> so, um, so here's 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 my question. So I signed up for this, you know, trip. This yay God, yeah. And then Brandon Heath is on the trip with me. <laughs> that had to be a little bit of a kind of like, whoa, what's going on? I mean, did you like lead worship at night or something? I did. Yeah. I would lead worship pretty much every day. And then we had a speaker that would, uh, was doing teaching. Um, I've done a couple of trips with yay God and it's pretty incredible. It's, it's actually kind of more of an active trip. Like, uh, we're hiking or we're exploring. Um, the other trip that I did with them was Tuscany. So, you know, it's, it's a rough, it's a rough gig. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but we really have an amazing time uh, in conversation and then being active outside. And so, yeah, that's what, that's what that was. It was incredible. You, you, you seem to be a very personable kind of guy. You like getting to know people, talking to people because it's a small group, it's backyards. I mean, that's sort of the opposite of the picture of, you know, the music industry where I want to play arenas, you know, I want the lights on where I can't see a face in the crowd, but you, you seem to enjoy actually getting to know people am i right i really do yeah I, I, there was a time when i enjoyed arenas and I, i'm i'm at a different phase of life now where to me 
it, it's more important to me to have conversations and sometimes even uh, friendships with people that love my music, you know? Um, and it's hard to do that in an arena or even in a theater sometimes. So this is just something that makes me, it, it renewed my love for playing music and, and really getting to know the people that, that it resonates with. So yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of my fav- favorite ways to connect. I'm, I'm a little curious why, why that is. What, so where do you sort of spiritual motivation that, that sounds all lofty and everything. I'm just, I'm a little bit curious about just how does Brandon Heath view the world and himself in the world in relation to his role as a musical ambassador for Christ in the world. Is that way too deep or is this something you think about? No, I mean, well, when it started for me in in music, you know, I I was really, um, I wanted to be a songwriter. It was not my goal to be a, to be an artist. Uh, I've always really enjoyed being more of a background kind of person. Hmm. One of the things that I love to do as a musician is really set the stage for an ex- either an experience with God or that you could come aside and rest a while. Mm. Like those are the things that I love, you know? So, you know, my, my music tends to be a little bit more chill, introspective, mm-hmm. um, you know, autobiographical. The, that's kind of my approach with, uh, with songwriting. Um, and so, it lends to more of an intimate experience. Yeah. Uh, and so for me, you know, I feel like my role is to, is to be a good host to people hmm. yeah. and to give them a place where they feel as though they can uh, interact with God. So I guess in a way, it's like worship. I mean, that's really what I think a worship leader does. Yeah. It sets the stage for a person to interact with God. So it's yeah. my own, my own, version of worship i love it i know it's very cool uh on on the new album enough already um is there a song a message anything that that stands out in particular to you that you like to talk about yeah um that's a good question i would say that the title track enough already it really i mean it has a double meaning and i love i love double meanings um in titles Enough already uh, came to me when I was um, writing. I was writing a song about not feeling good enough, and uh, and that tends to be like um, a common struggle that I have in my life is just not not feeling good enough, not feeling qualified. And a couple of years ago, I had to to really uh, dive deep into the scripture and how God qualifies us and how Jesus uh, through his life and death qualifies us to be good enough. So uh, that was the first place that I went. Um, but then also like, why, why is there a wound? Why, why is there a wound? Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, my mom and dad divorced and, uh, and my dad was, was MIA for a few years. Mm-hmm. He did come back into my life and we, we had a great relationship until he died a few years ago. Um, but those wounds are still there and they don't easily go away. Even with forgiveness, you know, we're 
our our forgiveness is not nearly as complete and perfect as God's forgiveness is through Jesus. So um, I've been on a journey with with forgiveness, but also worthiness. Hmm. And um, and so the record talks about that a lot. That's like the common theme. Um, forgiveness is is still really important to me as it always been it has been in my my journey. But I think that. You know, there's a reason that God says seven times, 70 times, you know, uh, it takes us. We we're not good at just one one time forgiving. Sometimes we need to forgive over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's really what is important to me. And that's what I wanted to put in the record. Yeah. And I, I know people will relate to that. I think it's one reason aside from the style, which I do. Frankly, I, I love your style, uh, the the laid back kind of kind of Thank style. Um, but beyond that, that that message that's going to resonate, man. Because you're right. We this is this is where so many of us live, uh, you know, to different degrees at different times in our lives. But that is that's just part of the human struggle, you know. None of us feel good mm-hmm. enough, and, and and that's like you say, that's the beauty of of Christ is. is he says, one, I died while you were still a sinner. You know, you were nowhere near good enough. But now in me, yep. I will perfect you. Let's let's walk this out. You know, and that's the invitation. Let's, mm-hmm. let's walk this out. And he knows. It's not like God's surprised, you know, that our struggles, our imperfections. It's it's a, a – here's, here's – I'm curious about this because, you know, I've got four kids. They're all adults now. I've got a grandson now, crazy, which is awesome. But – Wow. You got a couple of toddlers, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. That Are your toddlers perfect? Are they, you know, perfect? In, I mean, you're going to say they're perfect, but you know what I'm oh, saying? Buddy, I, I, yeah, I, I'd be the first to tell you they are not perfect. Okay. Um, <laughs> but but your, yeah. love, your love for them, has that, has that struck you as a, as a dad, that father kind of love that you have that's inexplicable, unwarranted, it just is? It just is. And even in my inexperience as a dad before they were born, uh, I immediately loved them and would never love them less or love them more, you know, but what, but what I, what I do think has happened is that I have, I have, it's helped me to see how God sees me like that, Mm -hmm. which I think is what you're alluding to. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think, that he gives us the opportunity to be parents is just so that we could see how much he loves us. You know? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. You love, um, you, you love them fully, even when they make mistakes yeah. and they break your heart. Although that's coming. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hate to ruin it for mm-hmm. you, but it can be difficult at times, yeah. but you love them fully. It doesn't matter. You love yeah. them with everything that you, you are. And that's, that's just a, I mean, we're imperfect parents. If, if us imperfect parents, can love our children that way, how much more can God love us, right? That's true, man. I've heard it said before, but man, I, I can really feel it now. Yep. Okay. I have I have one more question from the notes I have to ask you about. Uh, and that has to do with Mount Kilimanjaro. Yes. So uh yeah, you said literal mountains. So okay, so <laughs> Kilimanjaro First of all, I barely knew where that was. And if, if your viewers don't know where that is, like a lot of people will know it's in Africa, um, the, the continent of Africa, but it is in the country of Tanzania, which is about as far east 
as you can go on the continent of, of Africa. And it is the tallest point of Africa. Some people call it uh, the roof of Africa. Uh, and it's at 19,400 feet. Wow. Uh, so, you know, I think our tallest mountain is 20,000 in, in America, uh, which is Mount McKinley. Um, so it's almost as tall as Mount McKinley and, uh, and there are glaciers up there. So a lot of people don't realize that there are glaciers in Africa, but there are on the top of Kilimanjaro, which is incredible. So two, two questions. Number one, does it rise like Olympus above the Serengeti? Well done. Well done. (laughs) I know where you're going. Thank you, Toto. (laughs) Um, but, uh, no, uh, it, it, it really is like, it's crazy because the Serengeti is right there. So, so Toto had it right there. Um, but it's like, it's crazy. This mountain in the distance that just keeps going up, up, up. Yeah. And that's, what's a little different about, about, uh, Kilimanjaro is that you start around 4,000 feet, you know, like it, it's the, it's the tallest of facing the largest of facing mountain in the world. It's I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. I've seen McKinley, and that's wild because you can be down at the coast and McKinley's towering over you up in Alaska. But why were you there? So uh, that's a great question. I was invited to go um, meet um, a, a guy. I can't call him a kid because he's like 24 years old. Yeah, that's a kid. Uh, but <laughs> my wife and I, that's a kid. My wife and I uh, actually sponsor him. Uh, to go to college in Tanzania. Oh, wow. And uh, and so for me, uh, his name is Raja. I, I really wanted to meet Raja. My, my kids pray for Raja every day. Huh. Uh, so I was going to meet Raja. And then I found out that Raja was going to be climbing Mount Kilimanjaro with us. Hmm. So he lives at the base of Kilimanjaro, yet he's never been on top of the mountain. And so... Uh, it's just a, it's a dream for someone, especially who lives in, in Africa, because it's not cheap to climb Kilimanjaro. You need a guide, you need supplies. It is not an easy thing. Hmm. So to do this with Raja, we, we shared a tent together. Hmm. It was an amazing experience and I, I really got to know him well. So, sounds like a song could be there. You know, a lot of us Christians, we live at the base of this beautiful spiritual mountain, but we never climb it because of the cost is too much to us. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You should be a songwriter. Oh no, that I, I am. I'm the wannabe. You know, I'm the dream. Yeah, anyway, you actually do it, and I admire that, and you do it well. So, is there anything else before? Man, I, I appreciate your time. I love the conversation. Uh, love the new, the new album. Uh, the new single is called uh, what, "See Me Through It." People can go hear that now. Yes, go check that out as soon as. We wrap this up. Go find it wherever you find music. See me through it, Brandon Heath. Um, is there anything else you want to just let people know about that you're doing that, that I haven't hit? No, you know, um, I am going to go to camp with my, my my family this summer. The first time camp was a big thing for me growing up uh, with Young Life. So Young Life is an outreach to high school kids. And uh, I'm taking my, my family to camp this summer. I'm really excited about it. So just uh 
I, I love that I'm in a new season and I, I, you know, my kids are keeping me young, so it's pretty fun. I love it. I love it. All right, man. I appreciate your time. Uh, good to catch up with you again. Maybe I'll see you in another seven years or by Zoom or in person. <laughs> but appreciate this. We'll be old by then. We better do it sooner than later. Oh no, I I am I am young and full of energy. That's what I tell myself every day. So just gotta. Amen, brother. Right. Amen. All right, Brandon Heath here on Life Today Live. You can check out the new album now. Enough already. The single "See Me Through It." Go find them now. They are wonderful. You will enjoy it. Uh, and come back. We'll see you next time. We've got more great interviews here on Life Today Live. In spite of our rebellion, in spite of our sins, in spite of our failures, God says, I love you. I love you.